You're listening to the Attempt Adventure Podcast, a podcast about finding adventure every day and making life a little more interesting. From Bangkok, Thailand, I'm Michael DeRosiers, joined as always by my co-host, James Barrett, and I'm from Dallas. Well, in this episode of the Attempt Adventure Podcast, we are joined by Adam Ryan from AsAdamGoes.com to talk to us about how he adventures locally when international travel is difficult or impossible, and about how to plan the perfect road trip across the Emerald Isle. But first, James, how are you doing today? What's happening? I'm doing good. I'm a little sleepy. You know how it goes. Well, we don't normally meet in your morning, do we? No, we don't. It just works a little bit better this week. It's not that early, but I had a really hard time getting up. It's just one of those. You're laying in bed and all of a sudden it's the most comfortable thing you've ever experienced in your life. It's my fiance's birthday, so we got plenty to do today. Well, that'll be fun. What are you, gonna, what are you guys going to do? I don't know yet. Just sort okay. of. We're celebrating this weekend. Oh, okay. So well, we'll that'll be fun. I'm sure you guys are going to have a blast. Well, happy birthday to her. Thank you. I will let her know. But yeah, um, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I know it's hard to get up in the morning, and I'm really glad that we're not doing this episode in my morning because I had a night. I had a night last night, let me tell you. Mm. So. For those of you country people, I don't know if I don't know, or suburban people who are listening, th- there's one thing about living in the city, and that's that there are vermin. There are rats. That's a city mm-hmm. fact. If you live in a house with a backyard next to a canal, like I do, there's going to be rats. And last night, I was awoken to a horrific ruckus uh, of my <laughs> sister-in-law and her Pomeranian dealing with a rat that had snuck in as she had opened the door, I believe. So it went on for quite some time. <laughs> they did get it eventually. The living room was quite a mess this morning. <laughs> the damage I, was I can done. only imagine, but I was so tired. That was like at, like at 2 a.m. And then I had to get up like at 4.30 to work. And and uh, it was just, it was a night. So <laughs> I'm glad they caught it because obviously <laughs> I don't want a rat in the house. And uh, Bangkok rats are big. Oh, they are. They are big. <laughs> they're, they're no joke. I didn't get involved, but, you know, what what could I do, really, besides get in the way? Is that the first time this has happened? Yeah, you know, you don't, they don't run in the house, usually. They don't come near the house normally, but... There's your something newer adventurous, a rat yeah, getting in. That's true, that's true. I, I didn't participate, so I'm hesitant to use that. Um, we get a lot of wildlife, James. You know, we live in a city, but we get a lot of wildlife. You know, there's lizards, those water monitors, backyard dog killed a water monitor while back. He's a big white Akita. And gosh, he, he looked like a polar bear that had slaughtered a seal. <laughs> like he had blood all like staining his whole front. I mean, it looked monstrous. But you know, that's life. That's and life he's in just the big happy that he did it. He was he was proud, man. He was proud. <laughs> Which somehow makes it like a little more disturbing when you see a dog <laughs> that like Killed something and it's just covered in blood and it's just happy. <laughs> like playing with it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you're like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> this went off to a weird start, but, uh, but yeah, yeah you know, that it's was fine. my week. Um, did, did you do anything new or interesting or adventurous this week, James? I did. There's a little, they call it a nature preserve, but it's really just like a trail sort of near, near my house. And I figured I'd go check it out. It sucks. It's not very good. A lot of trash everywhere, oh, okay. but you know, I did it. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you to shout it out, but since you have a negative review, 
I won't. I'm not going to do it. It's literally just like under an overpass is where it starts. I don't remember what it's called. Did you see any interesting nature there anyway? Like, did you encounter anything interesting? Um, No. No. Okay. Well, but you you did it. So (laughs) I did it. (laughs) Remember, not everything has to go well, whether you have a rat in your house or a boring trail. I am remiss to say I didn't do anything exciting or interesting or adventurous this week. I am getting ready to fly back to the U.S. soon, but I'm not going to count that because, frankly, that's not adventurous or new um, because I was born (laughs) there. So, so, James, I'm afraid that for today, I'm going to have to take a penalty. And since we're actually recording two episodes, we can talk about this next time. I'll have to get back to you in two weeks on this because we're doing two episodes today. Your penalty, kind of going with the food challenge uh, okay. i'll go with that go to a um street vendor you've never been to oh okay i love it well bangkok is certainly a city for that i sure will mm-hmm. well challenge accepted james i will get on it and i will get back to you next week real time two weeks podcast time <laughs> perfect <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Attempt Adventure podcast. Today, I am joined by a very special guest, uh, Mr. Adam Ryan from AsAdamGoes.com. And today, we're going to be talking about road tripping in Ireland, some of the practicalities, safety, as well as some recommendations for things to do and see and eat and drink while you're there. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome to the show, man. I'm delighted to be here. Thanks very much for having me. So why don't you start us out by telling us who you are and where you are and what you do. Cool. Uh, yeah, so my name is Adam and I'm from Ireland. Basically, I was living in the States just before COVID, like six months before COVID. I moved over to Florida. I was working as a bartender over there and uh, I was working in like country clubs and stuff. And I kind of just got a taste for travel. And as I was growing, I had to come home due to COVID. Uh, so I came back to Ireland. And I've been stuck here ever since. We've been pretty restricted. We've been, uh, So I haven't been able to leave since. Um, my plans are literally to get out here as soon as possible once everything calms down. Uh, when I came home, I started my travel blog because I was got a taste for travel. And then I was like, oh, I love, I've seen a lot of content creators and stuff. And I was like, oh, I'd love to get into something like that. I was him and Han when to start because... We were in lockdown and I was like, when the hell am I going to start a travel blog when I'm in lockdown? I can't go anywhere. Like, uh, So I just kind of, I was getting a bit impatient. So I basically just started setting up because it took a bit of a while. I done most of it on my own. I didn't really outsource much because right. I wanted to learn for the future to teach people how to do it. That was my awesome, plan. Yeah. So I set it up uh, and launched two weeks ago. So my plan is just to stick to Irish things for now until I can leave. But hopefully I have a trip booked for Italy next month. That all depends if our lockdown decreases. But like so far, I'm going. I don't care. And if I have to fly out of Belfast up the north, I'll fly out of Belfast. I don't care. I'm just getting sick of staying around, you know. Like I love Ireland and all, but uh, it's just I've I've done it all. Like I've been basically everywhere in Ireland. Like So I'm just like... I'm curious about 
anywhere that's different or anything Absolutely, different, yeah. you know? Yeah, well, I mean, that actually ties in real well, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show because a big part of our podcast is trying to find ways just to make life more interesting. And yeah. COVID has kind of forced us to do this. You know, it's kind of kept you home, and you've kind of had to explore your home country in a different way and look at it through a different Definitely. lens. Like, what if I was an international traveler in Ireland? So what is it like looking at your own country kind of as if you were an international tourist rather than a local? Definitely. And a lot of people in Ireland are doing that now, especially mm-hmm. because uh, we were still not able to go into the bars inside and stuff in Ireland at the moment. It's still restricted. Like, so it, they're focused on an outdoor summer. Basically, it's forcing a lot of people to get outside, go do things now. And that means this, like, say, like hiking and outdoor sports and like outdoor attractions. They're really busy because nobody has anything else to do and especially because right. it's summer as well so it's mobbed at the moment everything is so it's it's very and like now with tiktok and stuff everybody is just blowing up places like oh, if right. someone finds like a little <laughs> hidden place and you go and it's supposed to be secret and then when you get there it's it's not secret at all like there's so many people there it's one thing i guess i, I don't know i've been here in thailand which has also been locked down fairly strict strictly and it's a fairly small country but uh, in yeah. the u.s anyway i'm a bit envious of my friends who are over there because they've been able to to travel and and go across the country and you know go to national parks and things like that but road tripping is a really big thing in the u.s now is now and that's kind of what i wanted to talk to you about today about your post that you wrote about road tripping so is road tripping yeah. popular in ireland i mean it's a huge part of american culture yeah i i i've seen that when i was living in the states as well a lot of people the road trip was kind of a Oh, we love our road trips. Irish people, yeah, a lot of Irish people actually go over and do. Uh, they do a lot. It's really popular to go from America and go over the border to Canada. Irish people, they always do it like really? a road trip. Yeah, okay. um, but road tripping is re- really popular in Ireland, and it's becoming obviously this summer. It's even yeah. more popular. They they can't go anywhere, so they're all a lot of people. Like I'm going camping tonight to like the with the Wicklow Mountains like it's uh it's about 40 minutes away from where I live and me and my girlfriend we're just gonna go up camp in the mountains chill out make some food awesome. have a few beers and relax like so that that's the plan for this evening but uh man it's nice. forcing a lot of Irish people to go and do stuff like this because they are yeah. just at the moment they're stuck There's no, you can't you can't go anywhere else like you know road tripping has just become a lot popular in ireland um really it's it it has been anyway but a lot more people are doing it now and especially because this country is it's not a big country in comparison to like america but it's it's a very small country like you could go from the very top of ireland yeah to the very bottom in six hours i'd say like six hours is a long time for irish people for driving like they think oh six hours like but it's really not that long like six hours isn't that long but like where i live i live in dublin the capital right and i went down to a couple of i say last month was it i went down to kerry so kerry is like down the kerry is like the nicest part of ireland by far but it's down like the very 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 south west of ireland and where i am we are on the east so that took me like i think it was three and a half four hours to get down there okay. so it was a long it, but it's not a long journey in comparison to like what people road tripping in america but yeah it's not it's not a small country no it is a small country sorry it is a small country yeah. like you can go from the north to the south six hours max i would say take it would take you because it, it it's all our roads are a lot better than they used to be 
okay. um, motorways wise, when you call them the highways, uh, right? But uh, they are like the roads are a lot better, and it's a lot more accessible for people. And there's lots of uh, kind of uh, like places you can pull in to like chill out and sleep. Like you've uh, got, I don't know if you you guys know. It's like uh, there's an app and it's called Park Four Night. It's Park Four Number Four Night. And we have it here in Ireland and you can log on like and it shows you all the places in where you are, where you can uh, you can camp, you can put your camper van and people will leave like reviews on the places and stuff. Right. That's really cool. I, I don't think we have anything like that in the US yeah, that I know of. I, I just seen it on a, like a hiking group online. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Like that's, that was one of my questions is what is like the, the road tripping infrastructure like, you know, not just roads, but like in the US. As I said, the country's kind of built for road trips. We have cheap motels all over the place, campgrounds, mm. these dumb like road stops where you can see, you know, the world's largest ball of twine, things like that. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have stuff like that as well? Like, is the country sort of set up for road tripping in that way? It is set up for like to an extent, I would say. Like, you have the roads are really good. A lot, to be honest, the roads are actually built a lot for uh, like haulage. You know, like okay. uh, yeah, yeah, heavy goods vehicles, like transport. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, transport. Be so because it's built for that. Okay. Irish people be- like benefit for that going on a road trip as well because you can you have the good roads. You have a lot of uh, garages, so like you would call them gas stations. Um, right. But they're they're everywhere on the roads. Like you'll every twenty k max you'll come okay. across one. And if you're in like if you go into the suburbs, then they're everywhere as well. Like cool. it's pretty, it's accessible. So you don't really need to worry about like breaking down in the middle of nowhere. No, <laughs> Not really. no. Okay. Like it's the only time you would have to worry, you, you would over at the west. The okay. west of Ireland is a lot more rural than where I'm from in Dublin. Uh, right. But the west of Ireland is, it's a bit more countryside, but it's still not that bad. But like you'll only fall into that issue if once you go off the motorways, but then when you're going off the motorways, you're going to see the tourist attractions around that area. So you can obviously, but right. it's not going to be the end of the world. Okay. Yeah, you'll you'll be able to get breakdown assistance. Like it's not it's not that rural. It's not like you're in a okay a, a desert or anything like. And you were speaking about uh, motels, so we don't have them as much on the highways or anything. They're more in like the well, some of them are like they're off. You have to take the slip roads off and stuff. Okay. But the thing is, having a road trip in Ireland is expensive. You've well, you can do it cheap, or you can do anything cheap if you just use your brain. We first of all your your B and B prices they're they're not cheap, so if you want to do a road trip cheap in Ireland, I just suggest camping. If you can rough it, you're grand. Or the campsites, campsites are another alternative. If you don't want to go completely wild camping, there are campsites everywhere, and they'll it's ten ten euro for a plot of land, which is like oh, awesome yeah. dollars. Yeah, okay. but the B and B's prices they're not that much different than a hotel. So you're you're paying at least fifty quid a night. Camping sounds more fun anyway. Yeah, exactly. It is. Now, do you guys have like a, a right to roam law? I know that some countries in Europe where like uh, wild camping is just pretty much permitted as long as it's not specifically marked. Like I know that I, was it Norway or, or some countries. Yeah, I know in Norway. Like, yeah. So there is like some places you won't be allowed to, but they'll have signposts. If it's a hotspot for camping, they're going to have signposts. Now, okay. I know like some right. be- a lot of people, a lot of the beaches will have uh, you're not allowed to camp because sure, people yeah. obviously there's good people out there who go camping and they'll clean up after themselves and right. stuff but there are a lot of people who will go set fires 
they'll camp, they'll leave all their bottles behind and stuff and they'll leave oh, burning okay, patches okay. on the on the beach and stuff. So a lot of them will cancel, like we'll say, no, we're not allowing it. But there are like lots of places you can go while camping. Um, and there's lots of groups on Facebook you can join, like I'm a part of some of them and uh, they'll show you all the spots and they're like a community but you're able to wild camp. It's not illegal. Okay, it's just, okay. You use your, you kind of just use your sense, like where, where sure. would be a dodgy idea. And a lot of, see, a lot of thing about Ireland as well is uh, there's a lot of private land. So okay. you have to be careful of uh, whose property you're going on to and stuff. Up in the mountains, obviously, is a great, is a really popular place. Like the more rural parts you're going to be able to camp once you're not on private property. Right. So just kind of do your homework, right? Yeah, basically, do your homework. You, you'll you'll find some where you can and where you can't go. You'll 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 know. You'll you, it's not going to be it's not that hard. Like people come from all over Europe to go road tripping and camping around Ireland, like and they're fine. So okay, so theoretically, if I did want to see the whole country, how long would that take? And would you even recommend that? Do you think it's better to do like one big trip or like several smaller trips? Like what would what would you recommend? If you have the time, definitely do the one big trip because um you can do it it's definitely compared to other countries in europe as well definitely um you could do ireland i would say any everything you wanted to see in four weeks if you had the time you can go from wherever you are you can drive a location to somewhere else within a day anyway so you wanted to go to say well my my route would be uh, flying to dublin now you can fly into You've Shannon over the west. You've Belfast up the north. Belfast right. is in Northern Ireland, so it's technically ruled by England. <laughs> um, yeah, but you're still in not you go you go over a non-recognized land border and stuff when you're going over, and you'll get a text on your phone saying you're in the United Kingdom and stuff, and you'll be different currency, but that, it's not much of a difference. Like you can go over, that you'll not you won't get passport checks, anything like that. That's all. Oh, gone. really? Okay, yeah. it's just. You can go over freely, but fly into Dublin and then kind of what I always suggest is jot down everything you want to see. Do your, do your route. I would go Dublin East, make your way down to the South, chill out down the South for a while. There's a few bits on the way down to the South. Like if Waterford is a really nice city, it's a, it's in between Dublin and Cork and it's like, it's like a halfway point Cork Kerry they're both amazing counties they're like Dublin I always say this to anyone if you're going to Ireland Dublin two days max like Dublin it's how do I say it like it's Dublin's a great city if you love nightlife if you love the nightlife yeah Dublin is a great city but if you want to experience proper Ireland you want to be going down south up around the west and then if you go up the north it's just a completely different atmosphere but it's still lovely up there as well like but you can definitely do it in four weeks and that's that's relaxed pace you know okay okay yeah it's relaxed pace because like right. the distances aren't that far especially if you guys are used to <laughs> 12 13 hours yeah <laughs> yeah like like you, you you do two loops of ireland and that like yeah. if, if the distances aren't far you can definitely do and like you could go you could you could be on the road every day and see things four weeks at a chill pace and you'll get to see everything you want See, that's awesome because it does give you the time to actually see stuff. Like for me, when yeah. I was, dri- you know, if I'm driving from my, my home in Dallas to like, I don't know, somewhere in California, it takes two days and that's with barely any time to actually stop and look at anything. Yeah. You know, you're driving constantly. So that's actually a really cool thing about traveling in a smaller country is it gives you more of an opportunity to actually enjoy like seeing stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause you're not rushing to get like loads of places in and like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. 
it's it, that's the best thing especially like because i'm still working at the moment uh yeah so even on my weekends i'm going down the country wherever i want because it's so accessible you know that's so cool so what are some of your favorite destinations? Like if someone's planning a road trip in Ireland, what are some of the, the spots they should see? So not just, you know, not just cities, but like a few things they've got, to, like they just can't miss. Attractions you just can't miss. Yeah. So I would definitely, def- like everyone goes to the Cliffs of Moher. They think it's the best thing ever. Personally, I'm not too pushed on it. And a lot of people will tell you that too. Now, the only thing is if you go over to that area, like in County Clare, it, there's a lot to do the reason i'm not but like I, I i really like it like i love all scenery and stuff and i did love it but the only thing is you go and you see it and there's nothing to do after if you know what i mean right it's okay. like one of them things you go and you look at it's it like, oh that's cool yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool like i've been here for like a half an hour and then you're like what do we do now you can't really do much once you see it but there is a lot to do over there like you've uh that area like that county county Clare. if you head over there you can see cliffs moher uh they have the Burren, which is like a karst landscape all uh, through the mountains. It's pretty cool. Um, then you've uh, they have like these caves. It's called the Alawi Caves, and you can do like walking through like an underground cave and stuff. And there's like a uh, little like lakes and stuff in the cave. Well, not lakes. It's kind of like uh, streams and stuff in the cave and stuff. Okay, and, how cool! Yeah, uh, like, it's all like based on like again the karst landscape and um, like limestone and stuff like that. Uh, if you're into all that the caves are cool but like but there are a few bits to do over there um another thing i would suggest you to do or you can go up to donegal and go up and see the giant's causeway which is like rock formations out in the water like around a lot of cliffs it's a nice area another thing about there up there is you've a lot of things to do around there you've uh we i don't know if you've ever seen it it's like the it's called like the caricareed rope bridge and it's like just like it's like a famous rope bridge and it's in between like like land and then there's like this just massive rock in the water but it's a wooden rope bridge out to the water but like you're suspended above the sea but it's pretty cool that's cool yeah and then if you're into uh game of thrones oh yeah oh that's um, right they filmed yeah, a lot uh, of it up there didn't they? yeah up the north up where that that rope bridge in giant's causeway is there's uh like them trees a lot of people go to the oh, cool, like yeah. these trees where it was filmed and stuff so uh you can do you can actually do like a if you go on to uh like one of the tour websites they'll do you like a day trip where you can do, say, Giant's Causeway, the, all the Game of Thrones stuff, and the rope bridge in one day. They'll bring you through all of it. So That's especially cool. if you haven't got a car, it's pretty handy still. Yeah. You can still do that. Definitely, like, Kerry as a county mm, okay. is it's my favorite place in Ireland by far. I've been to it. It's just different. Like, it's, in comparison to Dublin, it's just... It's just completely different, but it's so nice. If you love like the outdoors, okay. it is amazing. Like you have at least the highest mountain in Ireland. There, mm, okay, um, cool. Yeah, I went down like um I think a month ago to climb that mountain. Um, it, it but even like even if you just go look at the mountain, the area, it's just like constant mountain ranges, just with lakes, and it's just so green. It's beautiful. Like, and then we have the gap of dunlow that's down there as well gap of dunlow was just out of this world it's like this skinny roads that go up through like constant mountains and stuff but like they're one-way roads and they're tiny but they're all they're really picturesque like if you've seen them like real like snakes like in the shape like going through these little mountains and stuff but it's amazing up there like you've lots of lakes and stuff and um just the nightlife up there is great as well up in killarney but yeah and then obviously up belfast up the north is 
amazing as well. I was up there a couple of weeks ago. Um, you've like the Titanic experience up there because the Titanic set sail from there. Um, and Belfast is here. There's a lot of history there between like obviously back in the day with like the troubles and stuff. Because it's still like the the situation up there is still pretty tense, but like it's yeah. it's peace. There's a big peace wall. Or like not peace wall, but it's like a a wall to separate the two communities, the Catholics and the Protestants. And you can go up and do like a black taxi tour, and they'll the taxi will bring you up to each side of the the oh, gate, the wow. the wall, and wow. they'll have like but all the walls are like muralled, but they're like one side will be like Catholic murals, like and uh, the other side will be Protestant murals and stuff, and then you've all stuff like. Uh, They've after getting in, see the, the the Catholic side. They focus on kind of how do I say, it? like people that have been outcasts in society, because that's the way that they were when uh, back in during the Troubles. So they'll focus on like uh, like Palestine and Israel. Uh, there were lots of murals and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, George Floyd was another one when I was up oh, there wow. when that was all going on. Someone painted a mural of that, and uh, there was something else. There's there's loads of and uh, like nelson mandela as well so it's all like people that have been class or like ethnicities or uh anyone who's been basically discriminated in the past there's lots of murals and stuff and that's basically a way of coming across that's how they felt back in the day you know what's really cool if you go up there and you can go up and you can see things from both sides and it's a it's a real eye-opener um and you can go to like the, the jails and stuff from back in the day and there's just so much to do up there and it's a lot cheaper up there than in then actual over the border like it's it's a great city up in belfast it's the, the nightlife is really good as well and um there's just there's a lot to do and it's a it's a great base if you want to see anywhere up the north because any like especially if you don't have a car and you're not going on a road trip um, all the major tourists going anywhere else come out of belfast like they start out there so if you base yourself in belfast and you're like Right, we're gonna do like maybe two tours over a space of five days. They'll the buses are leaving from Belfast anyway. So obviously we are talking about road tripping, but what if you didn't have a car? I mean, what is the best way to get around? Is there a, a pretty decent train system or buses or what would you do? Best way to get around, like to be honest, if you were going to do it on the cheap, you could mm-hmm. go and buy bus would be the cheapest way. Okay, yeah. Even if you were to add cars, trains, everything into it, because train is a lot more expensive than bus. Oh, okay. And yeah, and the prices of like diesel and petrol here are just mm. going up. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obviously, because the whole situation in the world at the moment, inflation is, is rising, yeah. and uh, it's it's not that cheap, as I said, to do a a road trip as such. But you can do it on the cheap. Obviously, okay, yeah. I would say bus is probably your cheapest option. You can definitely like you want to be avoiding taxis anyway. Taxis here will rob the eyes out of the back of your head. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, bus and train isn't there. like train is obviously faster and it's more comfortable and stuff. But you're gonna pay. Right. Put it this way: when I went to Belfast from Dublin there a couple of weeks ago, I paid Dublin Airport to Belfast. It was thirty euro return. Right. Which is, that that's decent. Like a day return. It was, okay. It's yeah. thirty euro. Okay. Right. If I was to get the train, it was fifty. Okay, okay. Okay. And then I was looking at going to Cork next week or the week after, and I would put it in again. Bus was 30, train was 55. So you're talking two to three hour trips, you're saving 20 euro on a bus. 
Force is the cheapest option. Okay, but yeah. I'll say more fun to do the road trip. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? more fun to do the road trip, definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah, road trip is definitely the most fun. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's talk practicalities. So you drive on the left, correct? Drive on the left, yeah. I know a lot of people get confused. <laughs> How is the traffic? Is it uh, is it difficult to drive in or is it pretty easy to drive in? How is to it? To be honest, Dublin city centre, worst traffic in Europe. Okay. We were voted the worst traffic in Europe. Oh, wow, it's... okay, so that's official. <laughs> traffic in dublin city center is shocking like i live if i was to go for the city center in the night evening time i'll be in there in, in there in a half an hour from my house right when i used to go to college in the city center it took me an hour and a half to get in there like it's it's really bad the the, the traffic there um and that's literally because the public transport system in ireland like we have trouble public transport and you can get to A to B anyway, but it, it's not great in comparison to other countries. Like you have England who have the tube and that is supposed to be, I've never been on it, but the system over there, the public transport system is supposed to be amazing. Like, so you have to be careful in Dublin city centre. But other than that, you're grand really. Monday to Friday, we've like this main, this road in Dublin, in Dublin, it's a motorway. It's called the M50. Can be Monday to Friday, peak times nine to five very busy you'll Perfect, be weighing yeah. on that again right probably not add an extra hour onto your journey like but other than that anywhere else it's not that bad so also practicalities now what about toilets so in the u.s you can pretty much go into any shop any restaurant whatever as you're driving here in thailand it's a bit more difficult here in thailand if you're road tripping there are like dedicated rest stops and they're pretty nice i've been to, you know to other places in continental europe where they have toilets of course you have to pay for them so what's the toilet situation if you're road tripping Toilet situation in Ireland is basically what I do is garages. Okay. If you're all, if you're all tripping garages, the garages are everywhere on their motorways because they're again they're built for uh, transport. So the truck drivers and stuff, they have layby areas where they can pull in and stuff. Obviously, if you're a lad, you're gonna just pull over and then <laughs> just pull off right. Girl, obviously, yeah. <laughs> garages but you, you can get in once you they, they don't even ask you if you're in the garages that's a great tip so definitely plan that well when you're <laughs> when you're driving yeah if you're a girl definitely but you, you, you all the garages you can pull in they all have great. toilets and um, it's not it's not the end of the world you know okay cool cool are there any other like practicalities safety tips laws anything like that that i've that i've missed uh, let me think that you'd have to worry about be careful on the roads because we have i don't know if you have them in america i don't know i don't remember seeing them but we have like a lot of uh, speed camera vans so um they're like vans pulled in they'll be hidden but you'll be on the motorways now and they'll be hidden in the bushes like you want know, but they'll be they're like so if you have a, a motorway okay and to let you'll drive past like it'll be all hedges along the motorway and to the left just like a slip area they can pull into the hedge and the vans can just sit there and just take pictures of all the edges. And uh, if you're caught by one of them, we're going to get a fine. Right. Well, that would definitely ruin an international vacation if you have to go deal with a fine. Yeah, if you go <laughs> to the speeding, phone, it's so. going to be a pain in the ass. Like. Right, so don't speed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, drink driving. Don't even try it. Okay, like, yeah. you can't even have one pint Mm, oh okay good yeah good to know. it's it's okay yeah you have to be careful um because it used to be no holes barred and the guards used to kind of turn a blind eye to it but now even a lot of people have to be careful the next day because um 
people like Irish people obviously like we love to drink and stuff like that but the next day um they will do you even if you're hung over the next day so you have to be careful um, okay good. that would be another thing um what else other than it's not that strict like there's not that like that much you'd have to be worried about um use your head really right okay <laughs> just, okay yeah just 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 uh, do your research, but there's not really that much in compar- indifference to, especially America. Like now that you've been sort of stuck home and kind of having to explore your own country, is there anything that's really surprised you, or anything that you've discovered that you wouldn't have seen otherwise? Any hidden gems that you've kind of encountered in the last couple months? Yeah, definitely. When I came home, I kind of I got into hiking, mm-hmm. something I was never really into before. I found some great places to hike, and I've done a lot of things on my own as well. So, uh, I would say what surprised me the most, like I went over to County Sligo and there was like, they've, it's the highest cave in Ireland, oh, a cool. mountain cave, but cool. it's like on the side of a mountain, but you have to climb up to it. Me and one of my mates went to it, but like we seen it, but no one really had heard anything before and now everybody's going to it. Um, yeah. So a lot of things are. Just this other uh, place I haven't been to, but I've seen a lot of people go to it now, and it's supposed to be called the Secret Waterfall, but it's not secret anymore because everyone found it. Um, but it's up in Donegal, and it's like you have to go down the cliffs, and it's down by like the sea, and you have to climb down to the bottom. Now, one of my mates said he went to it, and the the tide was coming in. So when the tide comes in, the whole thing fills up. So he had to swim back because it was so bad but like it's a secret waterfall and it's under it's like a, a little cave under the water and you walk under it to it and there's like this little waterfall in the mountain or in the cliffs oh that's cool what's yeah, supposed, yeah it, that's up in Donegal Donegal's a great county as well if anyone's looking to go do exciting things like lots of hiking up there outdoor things very cool um and a good out uh, nightlife scene as well but definitely um I'm trying to think what else is a good secret kind of area i find again if you're looking for outdoors waterford I, my girlfriend's from there but like i used to always think i started to do in waterford and then i went down with her and there's actually a lot to do like they've uh the Comera mountains i haven't been I actually climbed them yet but they're supposed to be amazing like and uh they have like this it's called the waterford greenway so it's a i think it's 100 and something k but it's like a it's a paved pathway for cyclists Oh, that's cool. To like all the nice. like uh, popular areas in Waterford. Ah, cool. Um, but you can rent bikes and stuff for the day, and you go down and put like get the scenes down there. It's really nice. And uh, me and my girlfriend done it one day, and it's, it's amazing. Especially if you get out on a good day. Awesome, man! I just I'm just getting into biking. I just got a bike here. Uh, yeah, so that sounds awesome. I've been looking at like big sort of uh, bike routes to go on. That sounds so cool. Yeah, no, it, it, it's a hundred and twenty. I think it's a hundred and twenty k the whole team. But you can definitely do it all in a day. A lot of people do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's like lots of like coffee shops you can stop off on the way, oh, little like, nice. cafes and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's really cool down there. If you're into That's biking. so cool. There's a lot of biking's actually really popular in Ireland as well. You definitely you can go up to. A lot of people just throw their bikes on the back of the car and they go off up to the countryside and stuff and just go cycling. Um, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, there's a good piece of uh, a good piece of advice. Pack your bike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah get a bike, definitely. Yeah, I have a bike. Cool. I bought one when I came home. I was never really into it as well. I just got it to go out and about and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can bring your bike anywhere. Awesome. Yeah, there's so much cyclists in Ireland. It's really popular. 
Nice. Yeah. Cool. And I think that's such a great way to see the country too sometimes by bike. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Very cool. Let's talk about road trip snacks. What kind of road trip snacks are quintessentially Irish? Anything specific you got to get? <laughs> definitely crisps. Okay. You okay. call them chips. <laughs> crisps. Our home brand is, uh, they're called Tato. But yeah, crisp sandwich, definitely. So just like ah, okay, two okay. slices of bread, load of butter, crisps on it, and you just... Sounds amazing. great. <laughs> they're, they're so popular. You can make them yourself. Just go in. You can, some places you can actually buy them ready. Oh, really? They're very, yeah, <laughs> wow, they're okay. rare to come across now. Over like the West, I've seen them. I think I've seen them in Galway. You can get them. The crisps are actually there. They're freshly made. But oh, nice. Yeah. They're still nicer if you make them yourself. Uh, definitely. Snacks, the best thing I think about, I have it in my blog about the Irish road trip. What the best thing is definitely uh, in the garages, gas stations. They have uh, delicatessens, delis. So uh, from like, say, the morning, say, 7 in the morning to 2 o'clock. After that, you're going to be getting the leftovers. Right, <laughs> They'll stop right, right, right. But yeah, no, you can get good food there for really cheap prices. Ah, cool, if okay. And it's on the go, so it's freshly made. Like they, okay, they'll, cool. They'll have like deli people, and they'll make your rolls and your wraps and stuff. But like popular in, in Ireland is a uh, chicken filler roll. So ah, it's just okay. roll, uh, yeah. yeah, chicken filler, uh, a load of cheese, curry sauce if you want. Right. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sounds really good. But yeah, you can there's some good food there, and you can get like uh, I don't know if you know what like jambons are. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonds. Uh, you can get obviously your breakfast roll as well. It's really popular. Okay. So nice. you have like, do you know what an Irish breakfast is? Um, I mean, I know what the hotel version of an Irish breakfast is. I don't know how accurate that is. <laughs> yeah. So you have your sausages, rashers, egg, beans, uh, pudding, oh hash browns, and oh, they'll just gosh. throw all that in a roll and. It's amazing. Like that's a that's a hangover cure. <laughs> oh, I love that. You know, anytime I stay at a hotel in Thailand, that, like, that's the that's the kind of food that I miss. So anytime a hotel restaurant lists, you know, Irish breakfast, English breakfast, American breakfast, yeah. I don't care. I'm ordering one of those if they have it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Westernized. You just want something yeah. different, yeah. right? Something well, no, greasy it, and, and <laughs> yeah, greasy. Yeah, just grease. That's literally it. <laughs> right. Right. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um. Let's see. If someone's road tripping, is there one pub that you would recommend? Best pub in Ireland, in your opinion? Oh, <laughs> I kind of put you on the spot here. Sorry about there's, that. There's a lot of pubs in Ireland that are good, and there's a lot that are bad as well. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, you know, see, I drink Guinness. Okay. So I, I judge a good pub by a good pint of Guinness, to be honest. Okay. You're I don't a real really Irish. Care what the hell's yeah. going on for it. Well, good pub. I'm just going to stick to Dublin because. I know more pubs in Dublin than anywhere. Okay, but if sure. you want to be going to Dublin, let me see. See, a lot of tourists go to this pub. Now, it, it is nice, but it's just really touristy. It's called Johnny Fox's, and it's up in, like, the Wicklow, between Dublin and Wicklow Mountains. But, like, it's this, like, little small pub up in the Wicklow Mountains. Now, you will get the eyes robbed out your back of your head up there. You're going to be... It's because tourists go there. Okay, so right. So, they're going like, to charge you mad money for a pint. Um, but definitely, uh, I wouldn't say just one pub in general, but if you're looking for good place in city centre, like there's lots of good places. If you go up to stay, avoid Temple Bar as well, like Temple Bar is just you're gonna pay leg and alarm seven fifty for a pint, which is robbery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but 
there's a few good places. There's like this place off O'Connell Street. It's called the Living Room. It's for like more younger people, but like it's it's not a nightclub, but it's a bar. And what they have is like a they've it's like a a sports bar kind of. But outside oh, nice, yeah. they have there's like a square outside, and there's like four different bars, and their smoking areas are all mm, like the square. Okay. And in the middle, it's like a common area, and they have a big massive screen. So if you're going to watch any of the matches or anything, it's a re- it's really good for a day out. Like, um. I judge a good pull by a, a decent point to Guinness. And there's a few good places up towards Fibs where it's a tiny bit outside. It's in the city centre, but it's a bit out. Um, you can get good points all around there, but no set pub. Just mm. go. Okay. And just, just get some Guinness. Some <laughs> get a Guinness. Yeah, Guinness and I, I like a good Guinness. Got to be said. Yeah. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Like, if you go down, like, Again, Guinness, Guinness. People in Ireland, like pubs in Ireland, some of the Guinness is disgusting. Like Guinness is a very hard drink to keep, like to look after. Um, so especially like if it, it, they always say it doesn't travel. So oh, if you okay, go over, okay. like when I was in America and I was drinking pints of Guinness, it was disgusting. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> it's well, because I... <laughs> you don't know how to look after it. Like it's not. Uh, it has to be kept properly, and uh, especially if you're in a hot country, they don't have the right kind of coolers and fridges to to keep it at the right temperature and stuff so it's uh it's it's but if you go down the west of ireland you're gonna get good guinness uh go over the west of ireland you're gonna get good guinness in some places right right well i gotta say i'm glad to hear that because you know they at least in america we have you know the australian beer fosters and we have like that's the big thing it's an australian beer and you talk to a real aussie and they're like no nobody drinks fosters here so i, yeah. I do feel glad to hear that you guys really do enjoy guinness <laughs> i feel validated in my belief <laughs> oh we, it's, it's very popular it is really popular cool um, yeah. foster you can get fosters here as well um, okay yeah. well yeah no it it is really popular you'll get it okay. anywhere and everywhere Okay, nice, nice. Well, let's see. So, I don't know anything else that you would recommend uh, about either visiting Ireland or road tripping or adventures in Ireland or uh, anything else you'd like to to shout out here. Uh, my advice definitely is if you're going to Ireland, two days in Dublin, okay. max. Okay, two good. days in Dublin, max. Like it's just it's it's just a nightlife city. Um, there is there is outdoor things to do. Obviously, you can do around Dublin and stuff, but head over west. Go to Galway. Galway's amazing city. Another great place for nightlife. At the bay, you can base yourself there to go to the Aran Islands. These are the islands off Ireland there, and it's real like whale talked. So whale talked, it's all focused on like your like Irish language, and it's real. It's just completely different to Dublin. It's completely different to Dublin. Uh, Galway definitely. Kerry as a whole county. Go spend four days in Kerry or something. Kerry is just. It's because it's so big. You can go to Killarney, go to Dingle, uh, and if you go near Dingle, you can go to uh, Skellig Michael. I gotta say, I love all these names. <laughs> I think it's called. I think it's Skellig Michael. Yeah, I've never been to it, uh, but it's off the. It's like this again. It's like this little island off Kerry. Um, then you go to Cork Cove, and they actually have they've. Uh, it's called Photo Wildlife down there. If you're into like going to zoos and stuff. Uh, it's a zoo but the animals run freely ah i like that so yeah yeah, so you have like the monkeys will just be coming over to you that's cool yeah yeah it's it's cool um whereas in dublin zoo they're all uh locked up Uh, they can't go anywhere but uh, that's the difference between down there 
but uh, can say look, Cork as a county is actually it's the food capital of Ireland. So if you like good food, Cork is uh is definitely a place to go to. Um, Kinsale, it's like Cork is actually filled with like these really colourful villages. Like Kinsale is one of them. Cove is another uh another one as well. They were like all the houses will be like just random different colors so you'll have like a bright yellow house then you have a bright pink house and then you have a bright blue hey, house, need yeah and then just a random black house but like they're all like kind of color coded if that makes sense like so they're all like in a row the same design house okay interesting and they're all mad. right right yeah that's cool and um, donegal gray county up the very northwest of ireland but it is well yeah northwest yeah um up there outdoors lots of hiking up there cool ridge mountains as well off guinea mountains up there if you like walking on ridges and stuff donegal is a great county for like doing stuff like that cool um oh mayo as well you have mayo is over the west mayo is a great county with crow patrick there really popular mm-hmm. climb it's like a pilgrimage kind of thing a lot of people walking in their bare feet wow uh, yeah it's a tough enough hike now but it's like all uh the mountains really like scree so there's like scree and like but my granddad actually used to do it uh when he was younger he walked it in his bare feet and a lot of, I, I went to it and i seen a lot of people doing it as well it's if you're really if you're a staunch catholic a lot of people do it to brush out the sins and stuff like that if you're into that yeah um but yeah just just try everything go everywhere there's so much to do everywhere the only the bad side of it is the ireland's expensive traveling that's the only thing but you can still do it on the cheap Sure. I do it on the cheap sure. when I go. I I like to save money. That's what my blog focuses on as well. Like it's a, Great, it's yeah. adventure travel. But my focus is I want to try and save people money. That's awesome. Yeah. So what kind of things can we expect from your blog in the coming months? What are, uh, what kind of content can we look forward to from you? I launched two weeks ago. At the moment, I'm focusing on the next few weeks of my blog post will be on Ireland. Um. I'm planning on, for the next year until I move to Vietnam next year, I'm planning on traveling a lot through Europe because that's what we can all we can do at the moment. But I have big plans for it. Uh, I do have really big plans. I want to make it into sort of a... I want to show people how to that they can travel whatever way they like, whatever situation they're kind of in, um, and that it doesn't have to be that expensive because it really doesn't. That's great. I think that puts a lot of people off. People think oh, I'd love to travel. I just yeah. can't afford it. You know, definitely. I used to have that kind of perception, and still, pe- people do. Like, uh, like I have lots of weekend trip stuff planned for Europe once uh, everything opens back up. And I'm telling people this, and they're like, "How can you afford that?" I'm like, "It's actually really easy to afford it. You just have to be smart." Yeah, yeah. You just <laughs> you just have to like do your research, know where like what's going to be expensive and stuff. Like, I want another thing I- I'd like to focus on in my blog is that I want to go to like really expensive places. And show people that they're not actually that expensive. Ah, okay, I like that. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, yeah, so the likes of like I like to go to um like Switzerland, one of the really expensive place in Europe. Definitely want to do there and show people that doesn't like just give people show people how to travel whatever way they like and save money. Really like great, yeah. And so that is uh, as Adam goes dot com. Yep, that's it. Go on, uh, give me a follow. Uh, sign up to my newsletter. I've big thing, big plans coming. Contact me. Anything. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that. Anyone wants to get in touch with me for any sort of tips or anything, don't be afraid to give me a shout. 
Yep, we will put links to all of that in our website, so uh, you guys can just click right in your show notes, and it'll take you right there to all of the above. Well, when you stop by Thailand, definitely hit me up. I'll take you out for oh. a beer at Jack's Bar on the river. It'll be, definitely, yeah, it'll be great to see you. Where about Thailand are you? I'm in Bangkok. Yeah, I'm based Bangkok, in Bangkok. Yeah. Great. Well, uh, thanks, yeah. thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. Really enjoyed it. Uh, thanks very much, Andrew, for having me on. I appreciate it. Look after yourself. You too, sir. Perfect. You take care. Thank you. And we're back. That was interesting because I really enjoyed hearing one. I was surprised that he was in the States. I don't know why that was cool. So it it sort of like sparked the travel bug. (laughs) Yeah. Because normally people that we know get out of the U.S. to go traveling. Yes. Everyone else goes to the U.S. (laughs) Not everyone, but a lot of people (laughs) go to the U.S. to travel. Which is, I guess, makes sense to me. Well, and that kind of is part of the episode as well. Like we don't really appreciate what we have. Locally, mm-hmm. do we? We think we have to go away to experience things. And he was saying he kind of did as well in Ireland until he really started getting outdoors and discovering stuff locally. Whereas I would think, man, Ireland is awesome. I'd love to go to Ireland. I've never been. It's my ancestral homeland. <laughs> and I would, I would love to go. And so that's that's crazy to me thinking like, how would you get bored? But then sort of like when, when he was talking about it, I was like, well, I guess it's not very big. We're used to the U.S., or, you know, even you in Thailand are used to Southeast Asia, which is enormous. Right. And in the U.S. is enormous. I mean, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a road trip across the U.S. is a multi-week experience. But in a way, that actually sounds really nice. I've never been to China. And honestly, James, part of the reason I've been putting it off is I'm overwhelmed. I don't even know where to go. Like if I'm going to go to like Cambodia, it's not a big country. There's two or three major places you go. You check them off. China has a ton of incredible places I'd love to see. I'd love to go to Xi'an and see the terracotta warriors. I'd love to go uh, out west to Qinghai or Tibet. Like there's so many amazing places Mm -hmm. and I don't know where to go. And it just freezes me up, right? It's the paradox of choice. But a country, a smaller country, if you can do everything, I actually find that very attractive. How big is Ireland compared to... A state. I know like how big Ireland is, but like I'm wondering comparing Let's it. See. So to put it into perspective for us, Ireland is about the same size as Indiana. Yeah. So yeah, James, I love a good road trip. I love a good road trip. And the thing is when oh, I'm traveling man. internationally, that's not how I think about traveling. To me, road tripping seems like an, a domestic thing. I've done road trips in Thailand, but I've never like flown to Japan and, and done a road trip. But maybe I ought to start thinking about that because that's a good way to see the country. It is, and it it sort of forces you to slow down and see things you wouldn't normally see if you were just on the train or flying or whatever. It was interesting to me to hear how he, and you talked about it, sort of had to look through his own country in a different light, like sort of as a tourist would, Mm -hmm. rather than someone that lives there. Yeah. And I think that all of us can benefit from that. Yeah, see episode four? (laughs) How do you feel about the crisp sandwich that he mentioned? I'm here for it. I enjoy putting chips on regular sandwiches. And I'm sure at some point in my life, I've eaten just like chips on bread because you struggle sometimes. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm here for it. I, I need it. I need a crisp sandwich. I would too. It sounds honestly pretty good. It sounds good. good. I kind of want to eat one. Well, I mean, do you want to take five? <laughs> it's my breakfast. It's <laughs> butter and potato chips. Like really immerse yourself in this, uh, in this episode. <laughs>
Now, I wish I wish I'd been on there because now when I ask, like, can you use different flavors of chips? Uh, Is that yeah. a thing? Adam, write in. You have my email. <laughs> Send me a message. Is it one specific flavor of chip, or could it be any? Let us know. Sorry, crisp. Yeah. One thing I did forget to ask him, which I regret, was about his playlist. The perfect playlist. So, I don't know. I jotted down a couple notes, James. Um, The Cranberries. Celtic Woman. Just a ton (laughs) of Inya. (laughs) U2. Uh, What else? (laughs) The Celtic Women upsets me. The rest of it is like, all right, but I couldn't think of any other Irish groups. (laughs) That was a bit that was, that was not genuine. (laughs) Although some of those I'm, I'm fine with. (laughs) Cranberries are good. (laughs) They are. They are. Inya. Inya definitely has a time and place. Yeah. Just like you two, but you two's place is not forcefully installed on my iPod. I'll say that. No. Or for me to listen to anyway. This episode really got me in the mood for a road trip. I am, as long as nothing else falls through, hopefully coming up to the U.S. in a couple weeks. So once you're moved into your new place, maybe we ought to do a road trip around your new state. Yes. The, what's, the, what's the nickname? The Rocky Mountain State? The Colorful State? Color, no, they call it Colorful Colorado. That it's... doesn't sound right. right. Alexa, what is the nickname of Colorado? Alexa said because it was admitted to the Union in 1876, it's called the Centennial State. Hmm. All right, cool. And maybe next time you or I go to another country, we ought to try to do a road trip because it's a new way of doing things. And I kind of feel like that'd be a really interesting way to travel. And it's something I've never thought about doing. No, me neither. Adam, thank you again for coming on the show. It was awesome. We really love talking to you. We definitely will have you back on. Anytime, mm-hmm. and certainly after you get settled down in Southeast Asia. Ladies and gentlemen, you can go to asadamgoes.com. Check out his blog. Find him on Facebook and uh, give him a follow. I'll have all of his social medias here in the show notes as well, which you can find on our podcast homepage, attemptadventure.com. James, it is time for our favorite segment, Adventures in the News. And this week, it is my turn. This is actually from a couple weeks ago, uh, but I've been sitting on it because I've been wanting to share this one. In celebration of National Trails Day, the Department of the Interior has designated 10 new national recreation trails in the U.S. Really? Yeah, so that was June 4th, so it was about a month ago. It says they announced 10 new National Recreation Trails in 8 states, adding more than 160 miles to the National Trail system. Awesome. The newly designated trails join a network of more than 1,300 existing National Recreation Trails, which can be found in every United States state. So, Hmm. yeah, 10 new trails, uh, one in Texas, Apache Creek Greenway. That is in San Antonio. Yeah, it says it's an important part of San Antonio's Westside community. The trail ties together neighborhoods that embody the city's rich Mexican-American history and Hispanic culture. Hmm. So so I thought that was really cool. So 10 new national recreation trails in the U.S. I don't know much about those recreation trails. No, because they're not like the Appalachian Trail. Mm -mm. They're just like trails through like a city. It's interesting. Yeah. So one of them is in our home state of... 
Texas in the great city of San Antonio. So if ever you're down in San Antonio, you ought to check it out. Check it out and then get tacos. Oh, yes. Go to the Riverwalk, get a margarita. Mm. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening. We enjoy having you. Thank you again, Adam, for your wonderful interview. We are excited to have you back on soon. Just a little reminder of our monthly challenge. Go out there and show us your favorite local food. Easy, fun, delicious. Everybody eats. Yeah. You can contact us directly, hello at attemptadventure.com, or click that little button on our website, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all at Attempt Adventure. Our website, attemptadventure.com, or Twitter at AttemptPod. Until next time, keep adventuring.